You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, everyone. I am Martina Cunha, and you're listening to Backstage Talk. Jonathan Larson asked, how can you make someone take off and fly in one of his songs from Tick, Tick, Boom? And I, for the past two years, have learned one way to do it, through the power of community. Welcome to the Latinx in Musical Theater special for season three of Backstage Talk, where we will be featuring artists from across all positions in musical theater, from several Latin American countries and different Latin heritages. I am proud to showcase my Latinx family. I hope you enjoy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today's guest is Luis Salgado. He is a Puerto Rican performer, director, and choreographer that has been on Broadway, film, television, and stages all around the world. He also has a passion for social work who led him to start Revolución Latina, an organization that activates individual and collective human growth through artistic experiences for transformation and social change. Luis, I am honored to have you here. Welcome to Backstage Talk. Thank you so much. I am honored to be here with you and, and, and to have this in both of our languages, right? We're, we're, yes. we're exemplifying what an American looks like. We can do it yes. all. Let's go. <laughs> yes. First thing I want to know is what made you choose the thespian path in life? And if you can give us a quick, brief um, dive into your journey in musical theater. Definitely. I think musical theater is, is so wonderful. But I discover musical theater through the layers of each discipline. You know, I am a dancer first. I come from, from a dance background and, and, and it changed my life to dance. But after dancing, I wanted to express further so i started speaking right and i started speaking that through the vehicle of a play necessarily but through the vehicle of poetry or utilizing a lyric to then tell a story in a scene form and eventually with that i realized oh i i'm gonna try to have some notes <laughs> in my body and get in tune with something and so i started singing and that all led to to the passion for musical theater i i think you know that public school encounter was everything but as i grew and i went to college to study acting and further my dance education um in outside dance schools and eventually again recorded a couple of songs in different musicals in puerto rico i realized there's growth to be half came to new york fell in love with musicals i love it i love it so I want to ask a little bit about your approach to directing and choreographing in musical theater. So where do you start and what's your process like? Yeah, um, you know, it, it depends on the material. And I think I can summarize two techniques. If I'm looking at choreography as a, the first idea, sometimes I just let the music touch me and go into the studio and allow my body to move and get all that resonance in the space. And then I sit down with that material and I study 
the lyrics and the book. And then I'm like, okay, what of this serves the story we're about to tell? And other times is is the opposite. Another, you know, it's which is technically what I mostly want to do or need to do. But but because I'm a dancer first, I need to let that out. And so then it's just a, a more intellectual process where you study the lyrics, right? And you study the book and, and you figure it out what is needed, what is essential to go from one conflict to the next. And then you get up and dance in service of those things. So I, I use both techniques and they, they serve me greatly because at the end of the day, what we need to do is spark creation. And so one of, one of the things that's the most important to me it's not having just one rule, something that is just dictating what journey to take, but allowing the exploration process to guide me into the most creative journey for the show that I'm doing. I love it. So what would be a piece of advice that you would tell a younger version of yourself? I think to not be afraid, precisely even that final example that I mentioned, you know, it, it takes guts to say, I'm going to find a different approach. And people might look at you weird or if that first day of rehearsal, you, you try something different than what's expected. People say, like, what are we doing? You know, and so it, it, you need to have grace and you need to have playfulness and you need to have their, uh, a daring spirit in you to be an artist, to be a creative. And so I, I think to the people listening and to myself, to the younger version of myself, I will say, do not be afraid to explore. Do not be afraid to mess things up and make them muddy and dirty and then learn from that. You know, um, I'm, I'm actually in the middle of a process now and I have a collaborator who's very structured. And so every time that I'm proposing an idea, she's sort of, yeah, but it needs to be like this. And it's like, it doesn't need to be anyhow. You know, <laughs> it just needs to become a splash of painting in the wall and then we can step back and say all right are we fun are we having fun now what does it need to be with all the colors and layers we have otherwise you're just limiting process so do not be afraid would be my message i love it so let's switch to the big topic of our, of our conversation that it's Latins in musical theater. You've had the chance to work with a lot of Latin people and you have been a leader in the industry and specifically on Broadway of this Latin representation and visibility. So what is for you visibility and representation? I think visibility and representation is making space and being consciously aware of the need for that space. You know, I think there's there's a layer, which is us having this conversation and creating awareness through through conversation and dialogue for sure. But where I find myself now, the stage that I think I'm, I'm the most um, present at the moment is about making space in this dialogue with producers, in this dialogue with new creations or with how we do things. Um, and so, for instance, with this same production um, in Sonoma, California that I'm developing and I'm creating, um, I, am I am working towards making space for this wonderful student of mine, actually a Colombia uh, artist. Her name is Mar Mariana Herrera from Cali, Colombia. She's been a student of mine since she was nine. And in this paints and layers that I'm throwing at the wall, I realized that maybe she is my lead character, that her story and her truth in my life might be the connecting tissue of the story that I want to tell. And so I'd speak to the producers about her 
and can we bring her from Colombia to be a part of the show? And so making space for her is then giving hope for visibility and representation to other Latin American artists who say, wow, one day my story could also be inspiration of a new journey. Um, the same with my creative team, uh, Juan Pablo Lostanao from Peru and Antonio Vilches from Peru. I'm trying to bring them to collaborate with me so that I can give space for new voices as I'm creating, you know, uh, choreographical styles. They both contribute something very unique and different as I tell musical theater form stories, but I can use their expertise of the backgrounds they bring from Peru. Um, and so for me, that is the main thing is creating space, you know, in Gallup. Um, I'm working right now a production of On Your Feet, and it was very hard to find a projection designer or a lighting designer that is local in this area and that is the Latin background and that understands that musical theater form are either they're busy employed by places like the Kennedy Center or they're far away and it's too expensive to bring us when we're trying to bring a cast of 24, mostly from, you know, a hybrid of New York and Washington, D.C. So um, how do we create space? Well, then my creative team includes Brian Menjivar uh, from Salvador or Valeria Coso, Italian and Spaniard, or uh, Miriam Godry, which is, you know, friends and South Africa. And they're, they're together with me in the creation process. So they represent, or I bring Majo Ferrucho from Bogota, Colombia. She will be our PSM. Mm-hmm. And I met her doing Ellas Colombia with me, see? Um, and she's incredible and capable. And I put my foot down saying, we need to try and give an opportunity to this Latina female PSM that I know she can run our room in the most professional way. And so she's coming from, from Bogota as an exchange experience. And of course, being supported by Gala Theater in every possible way to be our leader, our fierce leaders in the production stage management area, you know, and we, that's the dialogue. Yes, we, we must talk about it, but we must open those doors for those opportunities to take place. I love that the way we can increase land visibility and representation on Broadway is through opening those spaces. So I want to go back a little bit to the shows that you're working on um, and ask you, what is the most important part of creating these land characters in musical theater? I think like, I think one thing is creating the Latin characters and that's so important on that same topic of representation and visibility, but looking at it from the scope of director and choreographer, how I'm working mostly now, um, it's not only about the characters. It's not only about the, 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 the character that stands on the stage, but it's also how we create the, the work, you know, somebody like Jaime Lozano, um, creating and composing lyrics or music, get to have a point of view in a story that doesn't have to be Latine, but can still be under the scope of the of, of, of the quote-unquote immigrant story, perhaps, because that's his truth. And so the music carries that even when it's not a Latine character expressing it. Um, so that's as important. Right now with Salgado Productions, I have, um, I've been doing for a few years now the development of, female directors um, to be empowered through the Sagal Productions house. And so, for instance, now in May, I'm doing this um, production of short plays. Those short plays are, are created by young American playwrights, and but they will be told through the eyes of these three different female directors. One of them is Marina, who is from Brazil. We have Florencia, who is from Mexico. We have Claudia, who is from Cuba. So their take and their approach to how they tell the story will be very different 
not if it was an American white, let's say, director, because it would have been, you know what I mean? So it gives a scope of growth and evolution and perspective to the place that is very unique and different. And I'm really, really excited about, again, creating space in, in those ways. I love it. Luis, last question before we wrap up. Um, which are your top five favorite musical theater shows? That's a tough one. I, I will say that Aida, it's, a, it's, a, it's one of the top ones because it helped me and inspired me to move to New York. I say Moving Out because it's a fantastic piece of theater that was told through dance. And being such a lover and a passionate dancer and dance creator, um, that show, I went to see it nine times. It literally changed my mind and my heart and my way of thinking about musical theater. Um, I will say Wicked because Wicked, I think also, um, you know, it, it, it challenged all the odds. It was a production that not a lot of people believed in when it started uh, coming out into, into the Broadway market. And there were a lot of um, people who said no to it. So, so it proved that the audience has a say. And even in a time where Twitter and Facebook wasn't the thing, it was MySpace, it was really word of mouth what was started making Wicked the success that it became, you know, I think, I think that that is really, really, really important. Um, uh, I think in the Heights, of course, right, because it, it gave a scope and a perspective to the Latin representation in a successful manner. Um, so I take my hat off to Lee Manuel and Kiara Alegria Udes and Alex Lacamoire um, and everybody that made that show what it what it became. Um, and to finish, I think the hybrid of experimental theater coming to Broadway, you know, shows like Peter and the Starcatcher, uh, The Curious Incident, uh, Town, that kind of uh, experimental theater vibe, downtown theater vibe coming to the Broadway market and having a space commercially. Um, I am ex extremely fascinated because I've been making that type of theater everywhere I go. And to see it successfully presented on the Broadway field inspires, um, you know, the journey that I've been taking, taking as a creative. So I'm thrilled about those shows. I love it. Luis, thank you so much for coming over here to Backstage Talk to this Latinx and Musical Theater special. I am honored to feature your voice. Um, I wish you all the success that I know is down in your path and from the bottom of my heart and all the way from here, from Bogota, Colombia, all my love and hugs for you. Thank you so much for joining me. All my love and hugs for you back. And we hold hands and we walk together the journey and the path of making dreams come true and representing who we are with our voices, with our accents. So I take my hat off to you, Martin. Thank you for having me here with you in this amazing program and for you know guiding me into a morning of inspiration. Now I run out to rehearsal with your input, with you um, creating this, this emotions and this journey and this reminders of everything that is important in my purpose in life. So thank you for your work. Thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.